you are the podcast master. What'd you say? I said that's amazing. What is? This chapstick that I just found on the cabinet. You said thank you to who? Montana Silversmith. Yeah, big thanks to Montana Silversmith for bringing... uh, The lip balm with the aloe and vitamin E. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Welcome to Coronavirus Quarantine 2020. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how things have changed in just a week's time. Like to me, how quickly things can escalate, and how uh, how different the world can look in a week because it is continuing to be ever changing. Uh, welcome to the podcast, everybody. Thanks for taking the time to stop by and uh, give it a listen. Hang with us. We're going to talk about a lot of things. We got a little Q and A. We put it out here a few days ago that we were going to do a podcast and. Um, Took a bunch of questions, so we want to do that Q and A a little bit later on. But uh, and and I want to apologize because I promised everybody was going to do this podcast. What like three days ago? I think we said two, three, four days ago. I don't know. Earlier this week, it said I was going to record this podcast, put it out there. We took all these questions, but then I got to thinking about the the quarantine and everybody have having to be home with loved ones and I got mad at myself because my number one thing is always you know enjoy that time. And so I thought instead of doing a podcast, let's just postpone it. And uh Megan might say it's just uh me being lazy. And uh <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to talk but Burris is enjoying Burris, the Montana Silversmith lip balm. Yeah, Burris right is now. the 130 pound Doberman that Lives here with us, not to be confused with the 105-pound Doberman that also lives with us. We'll call them the roommates. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I apologize that it's a little later than we had expected. Um, this dog is literally all over the place all of a sudden. They have been completely perfect being quiet in the other room. We start recording and boom. Burris wants to sit on my lap. Yeah, all of a sudden he thinks he's a 130-pound lap dog. But anyways, um, yeah, uh, again, uh, apologize for for not doing it. But I wanted to just stop. I wanted to shut down and just kind of hang out and not well, take Well, we don't hour. get very many nights at home just to chill. Right. Even if that means like fall asleep in the chair watching wrestling. <laughs> chill. We don't get that very often, so it's nice. Um. Which leads me to this. I blame this whole coronavirus outbreak. I blame it on you. Me? Yeah, I blame what? it on you. It's, it's 100% your fault. Why? Because weren't you just saying the other day that if you had a couple of weeks at home, there's so much you could get done? Yes. Bingo. I know. Here we are. It's I know. Fault. I'm so excited. It, it is your fault. I mean, obviously, I'm not excited for what's <clears throat> causing it, but Sorry, I'm excited. I it wasn't coronavirus, I promise. Yeah. No, I'm excited to just be home for a little while. Like, since I moved here, we've been go, 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 go. And I really haven't had a chance to, I mean, like, I moved my stuff in, but, like, I haven't really had a chance to, like, move in. I've <laughs> lived in this place, I think, now for three years. I think maybe maybe coming on four years, three three or four years I've, I've lived here in this house. And... uh Sadly, still living in some boxes mm-hmm. because it's it's like I moved in, moved the furniture in, you know, got a few new things, packed my suitcase and left. And it's been a constant come home, do laundry, pack, go, come back, you know, go. Yeah. And, and we've talked about this for a long time. And so, you know, 
obviously there's so much advice out there and everybody's saying different things and how you can utilize your time. Like, keep it simple. Yeah. I mean, let's pretend that this uh, was, I don't know, like the 1980s, you know, when I was a kid, before the internet, before social media, before everything was at your disposal, and just enjoy it. Enjoy the simplicities of everyday life, being stuck with your families or your <laughs> loved ones. or Stuck with your families. I, I say okay. that because that's, that's, I was watching the news this morning and that was a question that, you know, uh, uh, a viewer had sent in was, how do you recommend keeping everyone sane inside the household when husband, wife, and three kids are all home? And I'm like... <laughs> you have to be together. What, yeah, <laughs> like, like what, what we were do? you doing beforehand? Like Not spending time together. <coughs> it's crazy. Like, it's crazy that parents are... And I'm not a parent, so I know... We're dog parents. We're dog parents. But it's crazy that like people are really asking the media outlets and things like that. Like, not... not what am I supposed to do with my right. kids? And it's not like, help me f- with activities. Like, help me be creative. Anything like that. It's legit. What do I do with my kid all day? Because I've never had to do this before. Right. That tells me right there that, that I'm right in my ideology of not everybody is cut out to be a parent. Right. Like everybody that has kids is not cut out to be a parent. Right. That's, yeah. Pretty simple. Um, Yeah. So anyways, keep it simple. Uh, Enjoy it. Like enjoy it because when all this blows over, and I got to say this, uh, my, my good buddy Keith reached out to me after last week's episode and was like, can you really be that ignorant? I mean, that's the short version of, of uh, you know, <laughs> a really be mad that you just said that. Like well, that. a really long conversation that he and I had through text message. And, and that is why I absolutely love that guy. Like I am the the biggest Keith Ryan Cartwright fan ever. And I hope it's OK that I say that, that, um you know, that, that I mean, he basically said he said, can can you can you really be that ignorant? And, and I had to go back and, and explain that. A lot of times I come across as very, very harsh and very rash, and, and I get that, and I understand that, because I'm very strong in the way that I believe about most things in life. Here's the deal. I am completely heartbroken, devastated. Like, it, I mean, it it breaks my heart to think about the people that have suffered loss, that have suffered illness, that have suffered at all in this whole pandemic. Like it breaks my heart to think that people mm-hmm. have lost their lives. Yeah. But that being said, I 100% stand firm in the belief that if I get it tomorrow and it kills me the next day, I would be so pissed off at myself if I forgot to live yesterday. Right. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to give up today just to try to prolong tomorrow. I don't want to skip a day. Like I, I want to enjoy every day of my life. Yeah. Is that so much to ask? No. And and I'm completely I, I completely understand now. And, and again, I, I was I was I don't want to say I was ignorant to it, but I, I was less educated 
a week ago than all of us are today because well, now yeah no one no everyone learns something new every day this is an unknown yeah, thing this thing is growing so fast and and we're continuing to get more information i think that that is what is uh super positive about the current administration i think they are trying to put out as much information as they possibly can don't you dare take that political one way or the other mm-hmm. because I don't care, which was kind of the theme of last week's podcast. I don't care what your political beliefs are. I think that the uh, current administration is doing a, a good job in doing everything they can to try to try to stop this. I think a lot of people are looking at it like it's unfair that we stopped our lives. And, and man, I got to be honest and say that uh, uh, I'm one of those people that initially was like, I'm not going to stop my life. I'm not going to stay barricaded inside the walls of my house just because they think, you know, because maybe somebody's overreacting or something like that. But now, you know, I completely understand that we've got elder, elderly people. Ew, why is it so hard for me to talk sometimes? <laughs> uh, we've got older people in the world that, you know, obviously are suspect to this. They're, you know, they're more, more vulnerable. I'm having a really hard time with words today. <laughs> Usually you're the one that doesn't get along with words. I know. How is it that people used to pay me to talk for a living? And I, I say used, used to, to because, because I'm currently unemployed. Um, so anybody out no, there? No, before you guys freak out and think that the PBR fired me. No, we just we just don't have events. Yeah. And that's you know that's how I make my living that's is week to week. So um, you know we're we're unemployed. It sounds like for the next month or so. But the the big question everybody asked, and I've gotten this question several times a day for you know, almost a week now is what was it like doing a PBR event in an empty arena? Yeah. It, it was eerie, exciting. Um, and I used the word a couple of days ago, magical, because as weird as that sounds, it was, it really was kind of, there was this, for me, and, and I can maybe sometimes I can be a little cheesy, but uh, there was this really unique, amazing feeling that uh, that 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 I kind of had in in that two day PBR event. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I don't know. You you can you're sliding me notes. Well, <laughs> I had a question. Yeah, I think it's okay to say, I mean, doesn't matter now. Right. Uh, you actually got put to work. Yeah. Uh, the PBR actually put you on the staff because we had a very small skeleton crew and, and um, there were a few needs, you know, throughout the course of the production. And, and uh, so, yeah, you, you were in the building, uh, one of the very few people in the building, mm-hmm. uh, no fans. But everybody that was inside that building had a task, had a job, had responsibilities. And so we kind of looked at it the same thing. And for me, I go back to how fortunate I was to kind of do the TV stuff with Ride Pass, to, to also be very, very comfortable announcing to fans and in the arena. But I also got to throw in just hanging out with my buddies because that's how I've explained it is I was doing part TV show, part normal weekend-to-weekend announcing, Mm -hmm. like fans were there, and part just talking to my buddies on the back of the buck and shoots. Yeah. 
And it was very unique in the sense that I knew every one of those guys could hear every word I said. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you get caught up in the, you know, in, in the moment and, you know, we can sometimes be critical to others. And I think that a lot of times, uh, Clint, I think I can speak for him, me, Brandon Bates back in the day, Scott Grover, we, we can all be overly critical sometimes because our expectations are so high of these athletes. And so um, for me, it was very unique and knowing that those guys were going to hear every word I said. And so I used it as a chance to talk directly to a couple of the guys. And if you go back and listen to the the, the broadcast, you'll hear me call them out by name and say, look, I, you know, I know all the fans at home are watching, but I'm talking to you right now. And I'm telling you that you're better than the statistics prove. And I just, I don't know. I thought that was uh very, very cool. The, the best part, and I know I sound like I'm rambling to me, the best part of the entire weekend is the fact that it was such a loose atmosphere on Sunday going into championship Sunday. You know, it was like, it was like a, the whole arena was the locker room. Yeah. Bumping music. Mm-hmm. Everybody kind of dancing around. It had a locker room, loose, fun, energetic feel when we got ready to go live on television. When we went live on television, like it dawned on me that this is one of the coolest things I'm ever, it's not going to go on a resume, but it'll go in my mental resume. It's one of, if not the coolest thing I've ever gotten to do. Um, and that is I got to pray on national television on a national day of prayer. It was amazing. It, like I want to ball just thinking about it right now. Like how, amazing is that how amazing is it that i got an opportunity to pray on national television in front of however many people on a national day of prayer yeah it was it was like gave me chills i wonder how many other broadcasters if any have ever been you know fortunate enough to do that because like i've got i've got buckles from the world finals i've got buckles from different events i've got you know, plaques and different things and, you know, bank account, all that. None of it compares to being able to say that. That, That's the coolest thing in the world to me. Yeah, it was, honestly, it was amazing. But like, I mean, just hearing you pray every event, like it always gives me chills. Like Madison Square Garden, just having the people, the crowd, a sold out crowd at Madison Square Garden cheer during the prayer, like that was special. But it was, it was interesting. I mean, it was just crazy to, to hear you pray over an empty arena. It was cool. Yeah. And, and and it has nothing to do with me whatsoever. It's not, you know, we talk about hearing people respond and react to an invocation. That tells me that there's a lot of really caring, uh, godly people in the world mm-hmm. that, that they're that excited about, you know, the fact that we're doing that. And I, I just, I think, I think the PBR and I went on record and I put out a, a pretty long Facebook post. I, I don't get on Facebook much, but I put out a long Facebook post and essentially said, uh, first and foremost, that thank you to Sean Gleason, the PBR, uh, the bull riders and, uh, the, the staff there at the building for going forward for quote unquote being cowboy and having the event. And I, that, that meant a lot to me as a fan that, that, 
you know, that the athletes first and foremost said, yeah, we came here to do this. The fans want to see this. We want to do it. It's, it's, you know, it's how we live our life. So they, they live their life. You have a 130 pound dog continuing to try to get on your lap. I know. Right he's like, I don't know what the deal is. It's real life. People, <laughs> people are getting to see a lot of, uh, of everybody now because everybody's going to live. I think it's awesome. Like I do too. It's, it really is like to be able to have such amazing events right at your fingertips for free. Um, the concerts yeah. that are going on in the Instagram concerts, Live right now. Or the Q&As or the videos or just, you know, people that, you know, celebrity people that you don't get to see behind the scenes with typically, you know, they're going live from their house <laughs> with their families or, you know, friends playing sports or, you know, whatever. Like, it's just, it's just cool to it. see that. Yeah. I'm going Instagram live every night at seven o'clock central time. Uh, the, the first couple of nights I've been here at the house, walked out on the, the back deck tonight and saw that one of your lovely creatures had oh. taken a dump on the new deck. So when they do something annoying or bad, they're my dogs. But yes. when they're cute and yes. fun, they're our dogs. When they take a crap on my deck or in my, in our house, <laughs> and notice I said it's my deck because yeah. I, I love being outside. That's that's the one thing that like another. Well, I say the one thing. It's another thing that we've gotten to enjoy is just being outside. The weather hasn't sucked, you know, other than crazy rainfall mm-hmm. last night and this morning but it's been nice enough we can go outside and just kind of enjoy the view enjoy your big sunset and sunrise uh person yes. now that the time changed the mm-hmm. sun rises a little later mm-hmm. i'm catching some of them with you for a change <laughs> i know i left i left the gym this morning and it was still dark i'm like what is happening when is the sun coming what up what's wrong with you i'm a morning person yeah i've noticed <laughs> Which is funny because at five thirty, when your alarm goes off, five five thirty, whatever it is, the dogs have now uh, like they it's ingrained in in their brains that when uh, mom's alarm goes off, she's moving. Yeah. So there's a whole lot of I say a whole lot. Sorry. There's there's empty space next to daddy. And, and there's not a lot. Our bed's pretty small. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> um, but anyways, they both think that it's time. For, to keep mom's spot warm. Yeah, there's no like hitting snooze because but before I even get the alarm shut off, I have two dogs in my face like, hey, move, it's our turn. We're getting in bed and you can go to the gym. And so I'm before I even get like all the way out of the bed, they're both in there laid down, snuggled up next to you and you're cuddling them. You got an arm over them, spooning Stop. I have pictures in the video. (laughs) (laughs) You do it and you love it. Yeah, I do. Love how cuddly they are. I always said I'd never have dogs in the house, and and I absolutely refused to have dogs in in this house. You know, uh, when when I moved here, Completely gutted the inside, new carpet, new everything. And I said, no, nope, I'm never going to let dogs come in and stink it up. And I'm not going to have dog hair everywhere. And the second they pulled into the property, I couldn't wait to get them in the house well, and play. And that was the thing, because obviously, like, you knew I had dogs and a horse. And that was a yeah. package deal. Like, I wasn't going <laughs> to, like, leave them somewhere. But when we decided I was going to move here, we had the conversation. And I was like, okay. I've babied the dogs and the horse like my whole their whole lives. And so my dogs have never spent a day like or a night outside ever. 
but I told myself, I'm like, they are still dogs. Like they'll survive. They can stay outside. And so we had made this agreement and we did not even get in the driveway and you were like, all right, let's go in the house. Let's just go see if they like their new home. What and, can I say? I'm a caver. And then we get in the house and I'm like, do not let them in the bed because that will never end. <laughs> and you're like, no, it'll be fine. Now what happens? I was You're tired. sleeping on the couch just, because the dogs are in bed. It's fine. People are probably cringing right now because like, really? there's like a lot of people that are not dog people that would die before they had their dog in I bed with them. I just can't imagine but, that though. Again, take this quarantine time to go just love on your pets. Yes, that's what I'm doing. Because, you know, you think about their world's upside down a lot too because now all of a sudden everybody's home, you know, <laughs> what's going on. Just, you know, that's love probably why Bagheera's pooping on the deck because she doesn't know what's what yeah. the deal is because you're here all the time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't <laughs> think that's. I don't think that's the case at all. No, um, it's because it's cold and she's a wuss. Jumping back to the PB. Yeah, she she does not want to be outside. Very <laughs> no, long, huh? no. Uh, jumping back to the PBR. Uh, one of the questions that that several people sent in was, "What do we think about the PBR having the made for television?" events there in Pueblo because when we left Georgia that was that was the plan the plan was we were going to move everything to Pueblo we were going to buck bulls uh continue to go through the unleash the beast season um and take those 35 guys to Pueblo again with no fans and then the governor of Colorado decides that no more than 10 people can be in a uh, public gathering and it's impossible to do a bull riding with 35 athletes, you know, three bullfighters, um, you know, gate men. And they really the did back. try and think about everything, about how they could move the yeah. riders in section at a time and move the... Bustle in. Yeah, and move the announcers to a completely different building. and But just between the crew, the judges, the fighters, all that, they just couldn't pull it off with... They could do it with 50, but when... The governor said no more than 10. It was out of the... Yeah, out of the uh, realm of possibility. Yeah. I can't wait to to get back to work because I'm going to have Sean Gleason on the podcast. Ooh, that'll we, we, be fun. We have, we've talked about it in the past, like like a lot of people. You know, we, we've talked about it in the past. And and uh, when everything went down in, in Billings last year with, you know, the Montana government and the legislation and the whole uh, National Day of a Cowboy... We, we were going to do it then, and everybody's schedules get so busy. Well, now nobody's schedules are that terribly busy. Uh, <laughs> so you're saying there's a trip to, to Pueblo uh, in the... Would we get in trouble for that? No, it'd be, it would just be like you and Sean, or like you, Sean, me, and Candace. I've honestly contemplated... On the boat. Um, and I talked to you about this the other day. I've honestly contemplated just picking a place every couple of days and just saying, hey... Um, somebody hit me up on Instagram because Megan and I just need to get out of the house and go on a road trip, take somebody to lunch or, or something, go work out. But now everything's shutting down. Yeah. Restaurants, gyms. We're, we're fortunate. Our gym's still open. I have put that, you know, uh, I've talked to a lot of our members and a lot of our, our elderly people have chose to stay home you know, completely. But I talked to a gentleman today that, you know, who's in his sixties and he told me, he said, I'm one of those vulnerable candidates to get this. Please don't shut the gym down because it's my release. It's me 
um, going out and continuing to stay healthy, stay active, which I think is the best way to combat that. And so he said, me and my wife want to come here. Please don't take that away from us. And I, I, I promised him, I said, as long as the government allows us to stay open, as long as nobody tells us we have to shut our doors, it's open to whoever wants it. And, and that's how I feel like I'm going to live this. And we have a plan too. Like even if they limit a number of people and things like that, we, we, would develop a schedule and have people sign up and you know that we would you want to have those doors open as as long as possible and you are going to do anything you can to make that i'm just watching not just gyms but i'm watching businesses across the country have to close their doors and it's heartbreaking Oh, it's heartbreaking. I mean, I'm a small business owner. Right. Yes, we're online only, but there's so many um, little boutiques that we follow and, and things like that um, that are closing their brick and mortar because they can't pay their staff. They can't pay their bills. And it's just like it's eye opening and it's so scary. Yeah. It's, you know, you think about all the little restaurants, um, everything, everything that's privately owned that deals with public interaction is, is having to close their doors. And, and uh, it's, it's scary. It's scary to think how, uh, you know, how many people aren't going to be able to provide for their, you know, their families. And uh, I don't know. It's been tossed around a lot. And like, we, we've talked to a lot of our friends and I guess at the end of the day, the only thing we can do is try to adhere to, you know, the advice of professionals and administration. But the biggest thing we can do is just continue to pray. Mm-hmm. Like that's the number one rule. I don't care what anybody says. I don't quarantine, schmorantine. Like nothing's <laughs> going to, nothing's going to beat God. Right. Nothing's going to beat faith. Uh, nothing's going to beat the power of prayer. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to come into our property and climb our fences because those dogs are on a mission all of a sudden. <laughs> There's that goose is probably out there. Okay, yeah, we got this random <laughs> goose that decides to uh like I mean, nest or whatever they do. I don't even know. But like right I'm on the other expert. yeah, right on the other side of the fence and it's a chain link fence, so it just sits out there knowing that the dogs can't get to it and just struts around and torments the dogs. Every week I feel like we have outdone ourselves in providing the worst <laughs> podcast history. I know. In like who cares about our goose Nobody problems? Nobody cares about our goose <laughs> and This is the what dogs. quarantines led us to. This goose, <laughs> goose and dog fights. I was working out in a uh, luchador wrestling mask yeah. the other day. Mm-hmm. That's what it's done to me. You do that anyways. Okay, anyways, moving on. Um, yeah, anyways, back to that, the whole uh, moving the PBR to Pueblo, and now we know that that was the plan, and that plan has been shut down. So For the I, time being. So everybody asking me what the PBR is going to do, I can honestly say I have no idea. I, I don't know. I know that the month of March looks pretty scarce. Uh, April, I, I think we've canceled... All of the events, if if not most of the events in April, I, d- I don't know. Yeah, I'm just like everybody else, waiting to hear what happens. Uh, a lot of people waiting to hear when Jess Lockwood's going to return, how he's doing. We had him on the very first Instagram Live the other night. Mm-hmm. Um, healing um, surgery wasn't as intense as they thought it might be, but he says still six months, looking at the first part of September, that could change. I don't know. 
Um, but I think he said Anaheim, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, he, and, and if you guys are, are hardcore PBR fans, every single night during this quarantine, uh, God willing, and, you know, hopefully that's the plan. Every night right now at about 7 o'clock Central Time, I'm going to have somebody from the PBR jump on and, uh, you know, just catch everybody up to speed what's happening in their life. The first night we had two-time world champ Jess Lockwood. Uh, we had Matt Sharping, PBR stock contractor. I jumped on with my partner, my friend, my my colleague, Clint Atkins, the real Clint Atkins. <laughs> the real. The real Clint Atkins on <laughs> social media right now. Go over to Instagram, whatever you're doing. If you're listening to this podcast, go to uh, at the real Clint Atkins on Instagram and just tell him that you heard uh, me talking about him on this podcast. And uh, we're going to have fun. I can't wait to get back to work because there's so many... So many people I want to talk to. Clint's an interesting character. Very. He's awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. I mean that in the uh, the coolest possible way. Let's jump into some of these questions. Oh, um, uh, uh, last thing I want to say, and I say it's the last thing I'm going to talk about at the end of the show again, but the quarantine thing, um, pick up a phone, because I, I had this happen a couple of times. Pick up a phone and call somebody you haven't talked to in a while. There's no excuse now. There's no, uh, I gotta, I'll call them after work or, you know, any of that crap. So throw out all the excuses, throw out all the garbage. And if it's just reconnecting with somebody you haven't talked to in a couple of years or a couple of weeks, or if you're mad at somebody, use this time. Yeah, like they call it social distancing, but they really should call it physical distancing because you can be very, very social right now. Like call your... I'm more social right now than than I am any time during... Call your parents, call your grandparents, like... Have we're gonna have board game nights? I'm so excited! Oh, oh, that's the excitement here! <laughs> hey, mm-hmm. that is exciting! Yeah. No, you know maybe. little things like that that we will look back on and be like, remember when we were in quarantine and we played board games? I played Mike Tyson's parents? Punch Out on a Nintendo game tonight, and I haven't done that since I was a kid. Yeah, and, and you, I suck good. at it. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. Say what you want to say. <laughs> you um, very good. Jumping into some of these questions, uh, at Rodeo1SK says, uh, what are the coolest places PBR has taken you? Hey, roommate Dave just <laughs> came into the room and knocked over a yeah. lamp. So, uh, roommate Dave, since you're just here, uh, why don't you reach in there and hand me one of those? Perfect. You got it. Thanks. Roommate Dave making an appearance here on the podcast. Hey, yeah, and he, you guys, if he actually you, spoke. Yeah. On my Instagram live. Yeah, and you you could see his foot in my story. I was very careful about not putting his face on there. He came in he came <laughs> he came in here just to stock up on um, as many beers, beers as, as he, he could, could hold in his hands. <laughs> oh, they're, they're, they're not, not orange, orange gatorades. gatorades. <laughs> they're, well, hey, well, come here, come here, come here. Come here. I know, I know you're in a hurry. You're in the middle of a video game, but I have to see what this is because Yeah, what is it? It's it not is a normal beer. It's this, what? This is going to give you a, a, a huge insight to roommate Dave and his personality and his character because he just grabbed multiple a six pack of <laughs> Natter Days Natural Light. First of all, you have a really good job. Why the hell are you drinking Natural Light? And second of all, there's For those flamingos. who like strawberry lemonade and drinking beer, 
That's a real, it says for those who like strawberry lemonade and drinking beer. You're drinking a beer that has. That tastes like. Flamingos. (laughs) A beer covered in flamingos. So how many flamingos does that get? One out of five. Five? Oh, four and a half half flamingos. Solid four and a half rating. Uh, The question, Rodeo 1SK, coolest places the PBR's taking me. I got to say New York City. Madison Square Garden. I grew up as a kid watching so many, let's be honest, like WrestleMania happened at Madison Square Garden. So many, you know, incredible history or historical moments in sports happened at Madison Square Garden. New York City, an incredible city. Madison Square Garden. Los Angeles, um, an incredible place, incredible city. Staples Center, the fact that we go there blows my mind. Honestly, I'm such a small town kid that... All of these cities are cool. Um, New York City, L.A., and uh, Australia, New Zealand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Australia, New Zealand. um, Definitely never dreamed I'd go to any of those places. So to to say that I've announced bull riding in four different countries now, you know, uh, the U.S., Canada, Australia, and New Zealand – is is pretty stinking cool. That so, is awesome. Thought we were gonna go back there. Obviously, that's not gonna happen now. Um, but but not going to Australia this year, as of right now. Hopefully, I really want to get back down there. I, I you and I had talked, and I want to take you down there and uh, and see Australia. So hopefully, this mess blows over and we can do that again. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Pettigrew says that me and the old rump chat. Should do something together. I'm down, man. Uh, go tell Justin. I love Justin Rumford. I'm a big fan of his podcast. I'm a big fan of, of Justin, Ashley, uh, the triplets, their whole family. Good dude. Funny dude. So uh, I'm, I'm glad that Rump is in the podcast space. <laughs> My gosh. While the dog throws a 12-pound bone across the floor. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I would love. I think. I think... I'd have a lot of fun with uh, Justin Rumford. So go over to his social media and tell him to uh, to hook it up. I'm ready when he is. Um, oh, our man Ethan Brown says cheat meals. What's your favorite cheat meal? I think <sighs> mine's pretty pretty easy. Macaroni and cheese. What? That's yours. No, that's my meal. Oh. Macaroni and cheese isn't a cheat meal. Come on. What? I, I mean, I don't think it is. I feel like that's just an everyday part of life. It should be. Okay. Um, I don't know. There's like so many. I don't know. Lately, my kick has been, I want a cheeseburger and fries. <laughs> like, but if seriously. it fits in your macros, it's not a cheat meal. Right. Right? Yeah. Which, I mean, I can make it fit. <laughs> <laughs> Might not eat anything else the rest of the day, but no. I'll make that cheeseburger and fries fit into my macros. Um. Which is another thing that you and I are doing yeah. during this whole quarantine is mm-hmm. uh, our girl April. April. April is has you know figured our macros. We are we're pretty hardcore into that. And uh, Me, I do all the majoring and the that's right <laughs> counting and the cooking and I literally walk the food into Matt. I hand it to him. He hands me his phone and I put his <laughs> well, food into this his... this is your fault that that happened. My fitness pal. You know why, right? Why? Why? Because, because I had to do that stinking love language test on Valentine's Day. Oh. 
<laughs> we found out that I am an acts of service guy, so you're welcome. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but seriously, if hey, you know, I recommend that. Take this time to try to get in as, as good a shape as you can. Don't sit around just eating junk. Uh you know, try to eat healthy. Try to try to do some home workouts. Yeah, and we know we know that there's gyms closed and people are struggling. So get on Instagram. There's all kinds oh of at home workouts. But like for real, if you guys want some content and you want it from Matt or I, just hit us up on Instagram. And yeah, we'll send you something. We're doing. I mean, we're lucky. We have the gym. Yeah, and if we have to close the gym. I'm still going to have a gym. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I still have a, a home gym, a private gym. Um, so, yeah, I'm very lucky in that aspect. But we but, just saw a video today of a gal leg pressing the couch yeah. with her boyfriend on it. So we may try that later. And seriously, if you have nu- nutrition questions, go to go ask April. Oh, it's, yeah. It's She's simple. amazing. April underscore Danielle with two L's underscore April underscore Danielle underscore uh, she's an IFBB bikini pro. She's she knows what she's doing. She does. A lot of you will know her as Ryan Dirty Eater's fiance. So fiance. There's a little PBR tie. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's cool. Congrats yeah. to those guys. Um, but yeah, do it. Reach and, out to and those for people. real. Like um, I've done the macro stuff before. Um, but I know people think it's super difficult and scary and hard and you starve to death, but honestly, Matt and I are both struggling right now to get enough food in. Go check out Kate Davis. Yeah. What she's done. And she did a whole, you know, little Q and a about this and talked about how she thought it was a little more difficult than it was. But once she started just paying attention, Mm -hmm. it's crazy what it'll do to your body. And when you start learning your body, how amazing you can feel. Yeah. And it really I know it seems intimidating it was to me but um once you really get into it and figure it out it's so nice yeah. it's so nice and people think like oh you're I've been told that it's an eating disorder because you count your macros and, and for is, people that think that that you're stupid yeah it's crazy and I'm like what it's called being healthy it's yeah. called monitoring your food intake I mean it, it's Everybody should be doing it. Yeah. You should know what you're putting in your body. You should change the oil in your car. You should rotate your tires. You should have regular, you know, checkups when you go to the doctor. Like these are things that you should do. Mm-hmm. You should take a shower every day. <laughs> you should brush your teeth, you nasty bastard. You should have been washing, washing your, your hands. hands <laughs> you know, I knew that since was you coming. were born. Like, I mean, <laughs> really, at what point do since we have to realize that, that that certain things in life are just Okay. Just shit you should do. <laughs> Way to go. Now you got my you got my blood pressure up. We're having I'm a flash. pounding on the table and I'm telling people to put their damn carts up. It's flashback of last week's podcast. By the way, um I still to this day, I don't know, we're 50 some episodes into this podcast. And it still cracks me up because I don't know how long ago it was that it first came up, but um I got it today. Several people tagged me in... Am I boring you right now? (laughs) You're staring me right in the eye and yawning. I'm sorry. Am I not entertaining you? I'm sorry that I get up at four in the morning and go work out. I didn't set your alarm. I have normal human hours. Okay. It's 10 o'clock at night for those of you that... Um, anyways, while she makes excuses, I want to go back to my, my thought. I still love the fact that, that still to this day, 
people tag me in their the videos of them putting shopping carts up. Yeah, I get tagged too now, and it's pretty. It's pretty. And cool. and every it's time awesome. you guys, every time you guys tag me in a picture of a cart randomly sitting in, you know, I don't know, in like one of the little medians or in a parking space, particularly in a handicap space, it's still it really truly does raise my blood pressure a little bit. It like really I get a little pissed off every time, man. <laughs> You're yawning again. No, I'm now, sorry. I'm what else? Ner- what would you like to talk about? Okay, I'm a nervous yawner, and now you've pointed you want to talk out, about so the I piles feel- of shit in your pictures for some of your new arrivals on your boutique. Oh my gosh, I was gonna go there when you talked about Keith, like talking to you, having a difference of an opinion, and being yeah. able to still be friends with you, right? Yeah, because of the post a couple days ago. Okay, so get this. <laughs> uh, and if this person is listening, I love you, and Megan loves you, and and we 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 love that you have. Let's be honest; they're not listening, anyways. But so, well, okay, hold on. For people that don't know, the you people, have an online yeah, boutique. For people that don't know, I have an online boutique, a women's clothing boutique. Um, At shop Phil Rich F I L L R I C H. See what I'm doing? There I you got go. it. I got thank, it. Thank you, baby. I know this, this everyone that. <laughs> Podcast brought to you by our friends at Shop Phil Rip. Everyone that watched the live last night watched how involved you are. It was because amazing. you were not only my like hair and makeup and wardrobe person, you were my photographer and my hype man. And, and they're also about to realize how dumb I am because I really wanted that Instagram live to go to my IGTV, Uh-oh, but I don't didn't. know how. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know. I'm not good at that. Okay, we'll work on that. I've got some other things. If there's techies listening, we've got a bunch of questions because <laughs> yeah, hit us up. Uh, we are in the middle of building this podcast studio. We're you know we're behind launching the YouTube channel. I have so many questions, but anyways, so, but so rounding back, I own a boutique and we do ninety nine percent of our business through social media, and so I post um, clothing and and things like that on Instagram all the time. And um, there are times where. I have to take pictures um, when the weather isn't perfect or whatever. And so one one day I were I was taking pictures of new arrivals in the barn because it was rainy and the weather was crap outside. And it's a real barn with real animals. And my horse was in there with me because she's a su- real horse, super cute. In her barn, <laughs> yeah. And she used the barn for what horses use it for, and. I mean, it was in the background of these pictures. Like, I'm in a barn. Look, the horse took a dump in the barn, (laughs) and you're trying to take your pictures, okay? Yeah, and I just continued with my pictures. So, I there was a comment on one of yeah, there was a comment on one of the pictures that they were they had to unfollow our boutique because they couldn't look at poop in pictures and. I mean, it was just like, okay, whatever. Like, if that bothers you, then we're probably not the clothing boutique for you because we're a rodeo and Western, like, fashion boutique. So if you can't handle looking at horse crap, maybe maybe you don't need the pink pants I'm trying to sell in the picture. Yeah, if you people knew the kind of horse (laughs) shit that I deal with, okay, a little bit in a picture wouldn't... I'm just kidding. But also, and this happens because it it happens, but... um, we have a political shirt for sale, and for whatever reason, yesterday it started getting a lot of traction and a lot of comments. And throughout the day, there were 
I mean, for the most part, it was all positive and like, oh, I want one of those shirts and we sold a bunch, but there were a couple that were not friendly. And I'm just, it's, it just is crazy to me that somebody scrolling Instagram takes the time out of their day to spread negativity and not even that. Yeah, that's, that's what I was gonna say. Not even just negativity. It's like the the spewing of hatred that is running rampant on social media is ridiculous. Okay. The Trump, the, the shirt says Trump 2020. Yes. All right. It's, and it's, it's really cool. It has like a leopard print. Yeah. Trump is in leopard. Yeah. And with like turquoise and pink. But let's be honest. Okay. It says Trump 2020. I don't care if it says whatever. Okay. Um, the fact that people took the time to go on to that and write, you know, explicit language, mm-hmm. you know, dropping the F-bomb yeah, and just putting F that person or F this person. Why? Like, and- you're what's wrong with society. The fact that you can't see a picture without going F that person. Right. You are the cancer that is keeping this country divided. That you can't have uh, an adult discussion and say, I feel this way because, and let's open it up to discussion. Don't don't be that chicken shit that just puts F this person or F that person and then disappears. And, like, and you then don't there know. were people that were like, well, I'm not going to support your business anymore because of your political choices. Okay. Uh, okay. Who's the childish one in this? But it's like, it just amazes me. Like, oh. So you only support businesses or people or friends or whatever that have the same exact beliefs as you? Like, how boring is your life? I don't get it because I have so many friends that I know don't vote the way I do. Right. Don't vote. We don't, talk about it. Don't because pray. Don't love. All of right. that. There's. I have so many friends that don't vote the way I do, and I love to visit with them yeah. about why. Because, and I've said this a million times, like, that's the only way we learn is by having discussions, especially with people that don't agree with us or that see things through a different set of eyes. Um, Some of my best friends are people that I know don't believe those same things I do or, or, you know, and it's like, Okay, I still that we still have a lot in common. We still have I don't care how you friendships. vote. Friendships, we still like why why do you want to hate people just because of that? Like What's that's, even bigger to me is I have friends that don't believe in God. Right. And that's that's hard for me to to accept because of the way I believe. But it doesn't change the love I have for those people. Right. It doesn't change the conversations I have with those people. So how can a political affiliation or how can the way someone votes just bring out that much hatred it's just i mean and that's what i said yesterday i'm like that's the virus that's killing us that 100 percent. That that's the virus that people should be worried about that sh- people should be washing their hands of and and that sort of thing because no medicine's gonna fix that i mean that's just it's it's super sad but you know it, it, that's the world we live in it, it, I, and I, I think i said this last week and i and i went on this probably a little tangent about fear and about how living in fear is like one of the worst things that we can do. Let me tell you something. Living a life full of hatred is the worst. Yeah. If you need, yeah. Living a life 
full of hatred is the absolute worst thing you can do as a human. Like, forget about it. Like, just just move on. Don't waste precious seconds of your life, uh, you know, being mad at somebody just because they're different than you. But anyways, um, too many good people, too many great things in the world to, to get caught up in that. Uh, another one of the questions, Cowboy Clay, at Cowboy Clay, asked why mountain ops and there's two really simple reasons oh that's a good question it is there's two really simple reasons that i i constantly continue to use mountain ops as supplements um and the number one reason is i like what they do um as far as the products i i my typical thing i wake up every morning and you can vouch for me i take a blaze and i take multivitamin i get to the gym and I take the Yeti pre-workout every every workout. I take Yeti pre-workout. After every workout, it's you know a scoop or two of Magnum post-workout protein. I will throw some branched-chain amino acids in there for Mountain Ops. I like their blend. Um, I, I feel like I get good recovery time and, and response from all of their supplements. And then our, our time zones change so much mm-hmm. that... They have a little product called Slumber. Every once in a while when, when you're having trouble sleeping or you are crisscrossing the country like we've done for the first few months of this, this season, the Slumber is uh, certainly a, a healthy, really good sleep aid. And the the best thing that they have you know, come out with as of late is the immune. Oh, I love that stuff. It's a godsend. It really is a God. Truly, honestly, and I will tell you this till I'm blue in the face. I honestly, 1000% believe that that is what kept me safe from the Vegas cred. Because I, when we got to Vegas, we moved into our hotel room and we had a whole cabinet full of vitamins and supplements and things like that. And the folks at Mountain Ops were like, you don't need those vitamins because we got something for you. It's not for sale yet, but we love you all. So we're going to give you a pack of this. By the immune. way, shout out to Rihanna. Yes, thank you. She's a rock star. Yes. And so we got this packet and they're just daily little vitamin and like it's just powder and you um, take it dry and it tastes really, really good. Um, but I started on that and I, I just, I, it's the only thing that I think is the cure for the coronavirus too. <laughs> but I love, I love my mountain ops immune. I do. I, I, I mean, it's cold and flu season, mm-hmm. and allergies, as it is, and, and yeah. allergies. I have horrible allergies, and doing what I do and, and using my voice and and needing to feel good, um, and plus fighting major major allergies to so many things that i'm in constant contact with that that immune has been unreal yeah like it, it's been so good and i i would say go get some and do it but i think it's sold if you out can online, if, yeah. if you can like we have them because because i've become a a dealer a mountain ops dealer there at the gym at westfit and we have some in stock and mm-hmm. I, i'm thinking about pulling them off the shelf just to keep them selfishly <laughs> I, know, me I mean too. unless like, there's oh, like elder them. people elderly right. people you know obviously but yeah i'm 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 kind of selfish like i know. I know it works yeah because it's that amazing so clay to answer your question why mountain ops the first reason is i know that they have amazing products i know that they work and i i know that their products help me 
The second reason is I know the people behind the brand. And to me, that, that you know, <clears throat> equally as important. And the people behind the brand are are just as amazing as the products. Uh, you talk about God-fearing, amazing people who have a a heart of kindness and giving and want to help others, which I think is, you know, is legit the greatest trait a human can have is is want to to help other people. That's the whole, you know, the high, the whole purpose behind the brand. What a lot of people don't know is Mountain Ops have provided over a million meals to less fortunate over 1 million meals that they have taken. They take a portion of every sale that they make through mountainops.com. And I'll just throw it out there. M T N O P S.com. That's M T N O P S.com. And a portion of every sale that they make goes to help those that are less fortunate and those that are in need and to watch them and the community around them and the people that they have supporting their brand come together, package those meals and then send those meals out to be delivered. Um, think about that, you know, over 1 million, you know, people, I mean, maybe some of the same people, but, but over 1 million meals have been put together because of this company. And they're putting out a product that helps people. Mm-hmm. They're taking part of their profit to help more people. Like, how can you not be supportive of something like that? And and like I said, they're they're just really really awesome people. Um, so that's why Mountain Ops. Thanks for the question at Cowboy Clay. Uh, here's this not even a question at cardboard underscore cowgirl. Oh, Rachel, I don't know about this one. It says, I don't care what topic you talk about on the podcast. We just need more Megan. Oh, okay. I like this. How do you feel about that? We had this conversation. Of course you do. <laughs> we had this conversation, I don't know, a couple of days ago because, well, I guess it was when we were starting to talk about the podcast or whatever, and you kind of threw it out there that... um you would let me be on the podcast again. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, it's your podcast. You don't need me. Like, do your thing. And then he's like, well, you want to do podcasts? I'm like, oh, oh, are you going to let me be on the podcast? I feel like there's a t-shirt in the works. I, I f- oh, that's it. Like, <laughs> by the way, we do have some new Matt West now ball caps that uh, hopefully be hitting the website soon. Um, couple different variations we're going to play with, but uh, I got you know, a little sample batch Mm -hmm. the other day. Um, (laughs) I can see it now. Matt West now podcast. Just add Megan. Yeah. And I can see like this. Yeah. I I got, we got to talk to our graphics guy. I like it. It's like my life. My life was good, but it's just even better when you just add more Megan. Okay. Right. Yes, I mean I think so. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, there you go, Rachel. Um, we'll have. I, I promise you, if we stay quarantined, you're going to get a lot more Megan on the podcast. Yeah, because sure. no one else can come over, and no one else will do this with them. <laughs> uh, favorite concert, Miranda Lambert. Oh, hey, let's you, talk about it because okay. I need it. I need this. We've not done a podcast. No, not then? you and I. Okay. Well, you did a couple lives where you try and like change the subject and you won't talk about it but i we, saw miranda lambert in concert and, there it's out okay there. hold on let's just rate this one two five one being terrible five being great 
how many red wagons do you give her? <laughs> <laughs> so, one to five, how would I rate my experience at the Miranda Lambert concert? No, no, not your experience. How was the concert? Oh, the concert yeah. was a five. Yes. No. Casey stop. Donahue I was knew amazing. You were go there. Whatever. Kate, uh, Casey was awesome. I love Casey. I'm a, I'm a Lanco Casey Donahue fan. and Casey Donahue yeah. opened for her in Denver. Yeah. It's the show we went to. It was a makeup show, so it was like a Tuesday night or something super yeah, random. Super random. We were doing some other business in the area, and it wasn't like legit. We had no plans, no tickets, anything. Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> we, uh, we decided at the last minute, last minute to go to this. Mind you... We had drove all the way to Colorado from Oklahoma and were was in Colorado for a couple hours. Oh, no, we were we were it was the weekend in Kansas City. Oh, we drove that's from right. Oklahoma to Kansas City yeah. and instead we, we were so excited because on Sunday night we were, like, we were oh, gonna be home, we sleep in our home. own bed, and then some some things came up and instead of coming straight home, we actually went and I was on I was a guest on another podcast that actually just dropped uh, yesterday, as you guys are hearing this, it just dropped this week, and it's on YouTube and it's on uh, iTunes. I think you can get it just about anywhere. It's called Two Big The Two Big Guys and a Grover Podcast. <laughs> yes. Um check it out. Two Big Guys and Grover Podcast. Um, the guys from Hundred X Helmets. Anyways, had a great time with those guys, and then we we went to Colorado for for some family. Yeah, stuff. so we drove. We left the event Sunday night. Drove. A couple miles down the road, did the podcast, and then we got on the road and drove for four, five hours, spent the night, drove the next morning into Colorado. Um, we, we were in Colorado for a couple hours. We were on our way home. We were headed back to Oklahoma. Yeah, we were. And... On our way home. And we were... I don't, I don't even... I think she came on the radio and I was like, man... I, I, I was thinking to myself, I was like, Megan really wants, she loves Miranda Lambert. And I don't know that I'll ever have a, a weekend or an opportunity to to go to a show and just relax and take her. And, you know, Casey just happens to be opening for her. So I texted Casey. I reached out to Casey and, and I texted him. I said, hey, what time do you go on tonight? And he told me and I was like, we did the math. We're we like, we can barely make, make yeah, it. Yeah, we could barely make it. If we if like we, we would have to turn get the car the around lot. right now, yeah. we'll go. And we we ordered tickets online, realized you had to print them. <laughs> so we found like Instead a random staples. staples, printed these tickets off, changed clothes in the parking lot, and threw my hair in a ponytail, changed in the car, and made it. So so you enjoyed Miranda more than Garth? I it was different because Garth was an outside stadium tour mm-hmm. and I was outside in like the fifth level and Garth was amazing. It was an amazing concert. Um, I was there by myself because um, I bought a ticket for my boyfriend who was working in Nashville <laughs> at a Miranda at CMA Lambert concert. Fest. Yeah, which is funny now that I think how ironic roommate Dave's back sneaking in. Hey, did more, you finish those beers? beers? You're drinking beer you that has flamingos on it. You weirdo. <laughs> He's tiptoeing uh, through here. Anyways, um, yeah, that's that's kind of ironic that you were watching Garth. You wanted me to be there, but I was working at CMA Fest. Working. And, and, 
while you were watching Garth in Denver, I was watching Miranda Lambert in and Nashville. I was I was sending you videos of Garth, and you were sending me videos. I would have traded you in a heartbeat. Well, I wanted you to be there, but anyway, it's sad. I'm not going to get to go to CMA Fest this year. I don't think with the with all the coronavirus and everything. I don't know. It's just we'll weird. see. Maybe yeah, they'll push it. Um, but anyways, I uh, Garth was amazing, but Miranda's my girl. I mean, I was on the floor, like we were right there. She put on a damn good show. You cannot deny that. Best concert I ever went to, there was about seven or eight people there. And it was at the Mirage. It was an after after party. Actually, it was probably an after 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 party. Oh boy. So this is like an early morning, like this was this was a no, it was a pretty late night, but it was um there was less than ten of us there. At a little villa at the Mirage, and um, uh, there were some alcoholic beverages consumed by many of the concert attendees. And uh, Daryl Singletary and Easton Corbin just passed the guitar back and forth, oh, that's and cool. sang and played. And two of my favorite, you know, country music singers ever, Easton and Daryl, um, two good friends, two amazing talents, just going back Is and forth. Is that really was, though was, considered a concert? For me, it was or just like hang out with your. It's friends. It's one of my one of my favorite musical memories ever. So yeah, I still, I mark it down. Don't try to get me with a technicality on my okay, podcast. But once again, you have skipped over. But how many red wagons did you give Miranda? Not Casey Donahue. Not I'm a the huge opening. Gary Allen fan too. By the way, okay. Like if I was going to pick one artist, uh, currently touring. To, to go buy a ticket to watch, it would be Gary Allen, hands down. Any, any, anytime. Which we were going to do, but the show was canceled. Yeah. Big Gary or no, Allen. we were somewhere else. We yeah, couldn't we, make it or yeah, something. We it was like else. Valentine's Day or something. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, now we're just rambling. Okay. A, you still haven't answered the question. Um, Did you enjoy the concert, Matt the West? Question, answer. Yes, I enjoyed the concert. Did you enjoy Casey the- Donahue was oh awesome. Lanco was good. He during the concert during Miranda, he looked at me and was like, "She's really good. This is this is fun. She's I was really talking good." About um, no. Anyways, uh, ideas. Five wagons. There was there was, <laughs> there was twenty people that said, "Hey, give us some ideas to do during the quarantine." I, I think we've gave several. Um, what are the ideas you've given? Play board games? No. Reach do, out to people. Like Call press, people. Oh, yeah. Call people that you haven't talked to in a while. Hey, get in the Bible. If if that's how you believe, just start reading. Um, read in general. I love to read, and I don't take enough time to just stop and read. No, you don't. Write if that's your thing. So many people are worried Draw. about continuing. This is a great opportunity to build a brand. Um, if that's where you're at, get to work. We're utilizing a little of our time to do things that we've wanted to do little things like we're going to make sure the house is clean that's you know? not a little thing by the way well okay <laughs> that's um, a very but it's but it's large things task. that a lot of people look at as day-to-day everyday things you know clean the house work out try to be healthy let's come out better on the other side of this thing look at this as like coronavirus is the biggest blessing you'll get in 2020 why? Because it's a huge opportunity for you to be closer with your family. It's an opportunity for you to be closer in your faith, whether, you know, if it's closer to God or, or whatever your choice of religion is. 
it's an opportunity for you to build in areas where you feel like you need building. You I, have nothing but time. I'm saying it again. Coronavirus and this quarantining that we're having to do. Is that a word? Quarantining? Quarantining. This, it sounds this, like a drink. This Quarantini. being quarantined <laughs> is the biggest blessing you're going to receive in 2020. I saw a, like an Instagram post. I can't remember who posted it, but um, one of the, you know, because the kiddos are home from school and things like that. And they had their kids interview great grandpa about his time in the war. And they all asked, they asked him questions and they, he told stories and things like that for like their school project that day. But think about the memories that were made and like stuff like that, like little things like that, you know, go sit down with grandma and grandpa, go, you know, make that phone call. It's, I preach it all the time shift your mindset and instead of thinking about the negatives think about all the positives like that's what I was just telling Paige the other day I was like do you remember all that time I said if I could just have a few weeks off to get the house together and stuff like that well guess what God answered my prayers here we are complete transparency guys we just like everybody else you know I found out hey I've got to stay home I'm not going I'm not going to make money I'm I'm not going to I'm going to be you know unemployed essentially for scary who knows how it's it's damn scary and the fear there is real um but it is what it is bingo let's focus on change it right now what you can do exactly and the value you can get from not the dollar but the time you'll never get this time back and just think of all of the things you can do even if it's making silly tiktok videos with your mm-hmm. kids like that's time. and if you're doing that that's tag us in it yes. because <laughs> i i am spending i'm it's weird because i feel like i'm spending less time on social media because there's so many other things i want to do mm-hmm. but i actually am probably spending a little more time mm-hmm. on social media because like you said i i'm loving the what's it called the, the switch flip, thing the yeah flip. the flip whatever that thing flip. is yeah where like you change yeah. Places. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching the people. I don't know. I I think we should do the I I think we should do the plank one. The plank the about. couples plank challenge. Um, but I do know this. Like I'm enjoying watching all of the social media content. I'm enjoying watching people lose their minds in quarantine. Tag me in those videos. Tag <laughs> Megan in those videos because I promise you we set and watch and just laugh and and hey look let's be honest that's where a lot of people you know if they're not spending time with their kids if they don't have kids if they're like us a lot of people are getting their sanity from you know the the entertainment and the enjoyment of Yeah others. and don't take our laughter and jokes please like, as disrespect it's or not. as lack of compassion it's because not. I go back to what I said at the beginning of this podcast and this is this is what you know I've had to explain to a couple of people after last week's episode is like there's not a lack of compassion. There's not a lack of concern. There's not a lack of fear. I just refuse to let that fear override any other emotions and keep me from enjoying my day. Right. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like 
That's just how we deal with it is humor and things like that. Because that's, I mean, that's, that's the only way I know how to get through tough times is pray and laugh about it. It's taken me, you know, I'm, how old am I right now? I'm 25. Okay. Uh, it's taken me, you know, it's taken me, it's taken me <laughs> my whole life to get to a point where it's like, nah, there's no reason to live with those emotions disconnect from negativity like i can disconnect from negative emotions Mm -hmm. and um i'm not saying everybody can do that it takes time it takes a a conscious effort to do that but i refuse to keep connected with negativity yeah there's too much positive in the world to absorb um it's almost like i'm every you know every I'm the coronavirus. Everything oh negative in the world is trying to connect to me, and I'm like, nope, can't catch me. Okay, that's I know I'm an idiot, but at least <laughs> no. everybody knows it. No, so um, yeah, but seriously, tag us and let us know what you guys are doing to to keep your sanity. Uh, I love seeing like all the creativity and stuff that people are coming up with, especially like for their kids and stuff to keep them still learning yeah. and things like that. Like that. Um, uh, whatever, like post on Facebook that's going around that's like, okay, you can't teach your kids math or whatever, but teach them how to change the oil, teach them how to balance a checkbook. Like, there are kids cook, yeah, there, there are people let seriously have never seen a check before because they don't even know, like, do stuff like that. That you know, I mean, they should know how to change their tires, they Think, should know how to parent, cook. If you're a parent, think about the things from your childhood that you look back and go, man, that was really cool that I got to do that. Or, you know, like a lot of people love to go fishing. A lot of people just We almost bought bicycles today because... And we're going to as soon as the rain's over. Okay. Well, are we going to get a sidecar or a little buggy for the babies or what? (laughs) But no, um, (laughs) find positive in everything, people. And... And, uh, you know, if I come across as harsh, it's, it's, it's not out of hatred or, um, anger or, you know, lack of compassion. It comes out of sincerely trying to find positive in everything. If that makes sense. It does. It does to me. There's Um, no more questions. Not any good ones. Oh, rude. (laughs) Sorry if your question wasn't answered. If if anybody listened to this podcast and made it this far, they're ready to do something different with their life. Um, Here's here's a good way to, as the dogs run outside. Well, um, Dave's in there laughing. here's, Here's a good way to spend time during your quarantine. Send us your podcast ideas. Send us topics. Send us questions, DM us. That's another thing, and, and I'm, I'm making a promise to a lot of people right now. One thing I am going to make a huge effort in doing is getting into those messages and responding, carrying on conversations with, with everybody that I can. I think that's important because I know that, like, for me, if I send somebody a message, like... For instance, C.T. Fletcher, mm-hmm. I went to his gym one time in California fell in and love. fell in love and got a DM that said, hey, thanks for telling me this, this, this. And I was like, that's a real dude. And you can vouch for me. I've been a fan of that guy ever since. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna make a, a, a conscious effort to be more accessible in social media to, to try to 
to just let's let's get to know each other. Let's hang well, out. Well, it's such a we can't hang out in the same room. We can hang out in in the <laughs> yeah, world of we're social not, media. We're not social distancing. We're physically distancing, and we're going to get to know each other better socially. And we are going. I'm I'm going to continue to go Instagram live every evening at 7 p.m. Central time. Yeah, Central time, and uh, whatever, man. Just just keep faith. It's it's all going to be over soon. Um, I feel like we're on a downhill slide. I feel of it. like I just I feel like I I don't. Know I already know frame. what's going to happen. Is we're going to mess around and like oh we have plenty of time to get all this done and then bam it'll yeah. be like over back to work back to work and I ain't got the dang house clean. So use your time wisely. <laughs> I know we've we've said we've been a, a very repetitive in this podcast, but it's important. It's it's important to remember that every negative thing that happens in your life truly is a blessing, whether it seems like it at the time or not. I mean, look at all the breakups everybody listening to this has had before they found that amazing person that now they can look back and they can go, I understand why there were so many uh, roadblocks and so many negatives. They truly were a blessing because now all of a sudden I found something that is absolutely perfect. And he hosts a podcast, and he loves my dog. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, were you sorry. reading my mind? Is <laughs> that what you were doing? No, that's it. Uh, guys, social media, tag us, Matt L. West. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know your ideas. If you're a techie, I, I have ideas that I want to do with the YouTube channel. I need some help, people. I'm telling you right now. I, I just, think, I need I some think help. we could switch it up, too. I think it could be fun if people um, sent me questions for me to interview Matt. Flip flip the table a little bit and make him answer some questions. I'll ask him. I'll ask him for y'all. Um, send me questions. Yeah, but your Instagram handle has like nineteen underscores in it. Okay, I was gonna say this earlier, but I didn't. Can we change it? It's no. Annoying. What are we gonna change it to? I don't know. Less underscores. <laughs> <laughs> don't look at me in that tone of voice. <laughs> no, because if I change it, then everything's gone. Oh, we've, yeah. already okay. ha- we've already had Anyways, this conversation. So what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say, you didn't say anything about April having multiple underscores in hers, but mine all of a sudden is annoying. But she doesn't have multiple in a row. Oh, is that where you draw the line? What is yours? <laughs> I don't even know now. Megan underscore Richards underscore underscore. See, you can't even say it and keep a straight face. <laughs> because you were making a face. No, I was not. Oh, it's Lord. Megan... M E G A N. Good job. Underscore Richards. Underscore. Underscore. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Matt L West, tag us. Let us know what's happening in the world. Um, hope you guys are enjoying this time. I really do. Really, I really truly it. do. Hope you guys are taking something positive away. Um, why? Real simple. Because every single day is an opportunity to get better. And I hope you're getting better every day. See ya.